Yeah, nah, we here. <laughs> we here, nigga. Hold up. I'm tripping. Okay, cool. All right. What is up, folk? Uh, I have a question. Let me open it up. Let me open it up with a question right quick. Um, If you had to do, not even if you had to, but just like if you thought about it, things that would make you proud on a daily basis, what would be like two or three of those things? If you had to write them down, what would be like two or three things that if you did every day before you went to sleep, you would look back at yourself, think back on the day, and just be like, all right, for sure, I'm proud of myself. I did that. Every day. What would those two or three things be? Um, Think about it. All right, uh, bitch, it's Radio Radio Station. Cat exhibit, huh? KW Balls, Daniel Tonsa, hold like this. Like that, in fact. Yeah. With a fat-ass battle cat track. I'm taking caller number one. That is... Our, uh, bitch, you took too long Call number two like this Bounce up out of the house close to midnight Full rack up in the back Shit is tight Full charge and I'm out for something Mass production Battle cat bang percussion In the discussion Hitting some corners Rearrange things and brain change We expand California Listen, I lost more than I could ever gain back From this road of riches Making my heart turn black So I'm cold to bitches And I never call back Plus I'm stoned and vicious Lay your whole hood flat Get your shit together Nigga, bitch, Snoop Dogg told me Do music and leave that other shit alone, homie We came from dust, the extra dust The hard to touch, y'all niggas ain't fucking with us And plus, it ain't nothing like standing on your own too So run them streets, but never let them run you I was outside Steady away Since time won't wait for me Man, quit fucking playing with me before I come back to that shit. I heard that wild before. Oh God, oh God, I'll hit play again on that shit. Fucking X to the Z, nigga. Fucking playing with me, man. What's up, folk? It is your one and only favorite woman. Niggas damn near got me hot. Another nigga with no bitches and an opinion, and I've been wildin' for respect. What's going on, y'all? How are you living? This is episode 133. Welcome to the Wildin' for Respect podcast. Um, first, what are first? Let me just say. First, I'll just dive into the question a little bit. Earlier today, I was just writing down on a, on, 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 on some paper, like a daily proud list. If I did these things, if I didn't do certain things, that would make me proud. I look back on the day, be like, all right, damn, you did that. You made it through this and that shit. And I probably 
I think I got probably what? I got like 12 things on there right now. Um, and my plan, my goal, even if I don't do everything on the list, at least do like half. You know what I'm saying? Be conscious of the list. Be conscious of the list. And uh, and just try to stick to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, uh, I was just thinking about that. I was just wondering like, huh, I wonder if people had to write that. I wonder what other people's daily, daily proud, daily pride, <laughs> what those things would be. But uh, yeah. Um, I just finished watching you people. I feel like I seen some trailers. I feel like I seen some trailers of, of the film somewhere, wherever. I don't know. I just, I knew of the movie. That's really what I'm trying to get to. I knew of the movie. But for whatever reason, I just wasn't even rushed to it. I think actually I might have even been listening to on a podcast, uh, maybe Fla- Flagrant Two, Brilliant Idiot, something like that. And, and, and my guy Schultz was saying how he uh, how he has some scenes in the movie and this and that shit. So I was like, oh okay, that's that movie. All right, let me see whatever, see what it is, or maybe that's just when I was you know hearing about it. Anyways, I'm watching it. And I'm not going to go too deep into it. I'm just going to say it was a good movie. I wasn't mad at it. Out of 10, I do give it a 6. I do give it a 6. Um, it was almost like a new version of Guess Who, which I really could appreciate because that is on the list of my favorite movies of all time. Top three, if not number one. Uh it made me sad. Rest in peace, Bernie Mac. Just made me think about like all the movies over the years that Bernie Mac could have been in. All the leading roles. You know what I'm saying? And maybe not all the leading roles, but I'm just thinking like all the movies that have come out of recent, whatever Bernie, however Bernie would have found his way, whatever his place would have been, his fit in those movies. I just know that it would have been great in it and coming off of guess who like one of his first leading roles um bro well besides obviously the Bernie Mac show um but yeah, yeah yeah so I just know that it would have been great so anyways rest in peace Bernie Mac man I really do miss that guy's presence in the entertainment world um but yeah it was a good movie it was kind of cheesy not gonna lie uh i think that's because it was there was black hands on this movie very much so but it wasn't a black movie you know (laughs) like it wasn't a black movie so i think because of that it only had but it only could lend it could only lend to (laughs) but but so much negrosity you know what I mean? Like, the plot line is between a young black woman and a young Jewish man. Overly aggressive father. <sighs> typical, typical white woman? I don't know the Jews enough. 
You know, just a quick just a quick tangent on black and Jew relations. I did think that this was relatively good timing for this movie. Um, and being that I know this is also the movie that Schultz was in, I've heard him talk about being in a movie with Eddie Murphy and Jonah Hill and shit like that for a minute now, just listening to the podcast. I just didn't know that it was this movie. But so I long what I'm saying is before all the Kyrie shit and this and that, I feel like this movie was already in production and already this and that. So I thought that was uh pretty interesting, a uh, pretty good a pretty good tie-in just with maybe the relative the relative uh excuse me. The relative tension, maybe that's too strong of a word, but my whole entire life I've never Growing up, growing up, North growing up, I ain't know no Jewish people. And the only time I ever heard about Jewish people was in movies and shit like that. And you know, the only time I ever heard Jewish people get shitted on was by white people. And you know why I was always confused? Because I always thought Jewish people was white people, and I never understood it. <laughs> Anyways. It was good music. I did think I did like that. That's where the X to the Z came in. That's where the ex is. That's why I opened up the podcast with that. The dad, the white dad, he was trying to connect <laughs> with the daughter. He was doing X to the Z. It was his favorite rapper. I could appreciate that. I, 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 I was raised on Restless. Again, I can promise you I was really outside. <laughs> I was outside <laughs> in the Ranger. <laughs> I think it was my Uncle Tim's first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out my nigga Brown. Um, and speaking of that guy, he also had a pretty good performance of Ordinary People solo on the piano for a scene. Uh, I really like that. It made me think of other movies, other characters that just kind of busted out in song. You know what I'm saying? Just randomly, or maybe it was in scene, but whatever, like it, it, uh, there's a few that I want to think of, but there's one off the top, probably my favorite, if not maybe the most, uh, the most famous. <clears throat> People are talking. Talking about people. I just ignore them, but they... Keep us saying they lie just a little too loud. We stand just a little too close. We stand just a little too long. Maybe they're seeing something we don't, darling. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? Love, 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 I don't know. I, I do apologize. I can totally understand if you did not appreciate me going through that entire ballot and off beat. Mad off beat. But I tried, but the tempo was way off. That is one of the great ones that I do think of. Niggas busting out in song. And however it sounds, it actually sounds pretty good. 
Shout out Will Ferrell and Stat Brothers. But um, yeah, no, that was a that was a pretty decent movie, and it's funny. I kind of have to segue into it. Let me see if there was anything else that I wanted uh, to speak on. Yeah, 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 great movie. Uh, great cameos, some good cameos. Shout out Lala. Shout out uh, Young Miami. Shout out uh, what's my nigga's name? Anthony, Anthony Anderson. Uh, the the dad that I'm that I'm talking about the ex the exhibit fan, the nigga from X Files. The mom the mom was hilarious. I probably. I, I honestly, I probably say the mom was my favorite character at <laughs> the white ball. She was fucking hilarious. She was hilarious in that shit, man. Like I feel like she kind of stole the show for real, for real. Um, but speaking of the white mom, so one of the scenes, you know, she like <laughs> typical white mom, you know, just being extra doing the most being around black women so they go to a little retreat uh <laughs> they say they say they, they play hangman they play hangman they play hangman the word is dancer she said oh is it an n-word and then she thought like, oh i was gonna say navajo the 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 letter that was missing was in either way um so then she accidentally rips a weave off. She's just doing whatever, whatever, this and that shit, right? But it just makes me, and maybe, and maybe I'm out of, I don't know. I don't, I don't, so just. I mean, you hear what I'm saying? It's your one and only favorite. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. No cap. No cap. I might be out of pocket for saying it. Now, I've been off of social media on the low. Before I jumped up off that bitch, I just remember seeing, like, rumblings. Sometimes it was almost like, I remember growing up, you know, especially... I probably the most vivid the most vivid memories of it would be at like Emma and Lisa's house, catching fireflies and shit like that. Like them bitches didn't really come around too much, but when they was around, like it, you could really stumble across a few of them motherfuckers for real. Like you know, as a kid, it was enough to really be like, oh wow, this is cool, this is so fun. Like you know, like that's what it's like when I see hints of, I don't know, appropriation. Is that what I'm getting at is black women getting their lips done. Black women, nah, it's the it's a polo. I, I know y'all can't, if you're listening, you can't, but I'm just looking at in the camera and I and, and, and I seeing it. So I know if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing it too. Like, what the fuck? What kind of ill ass? Nah, it's a, it's a polo with a little, you know what I mean? You ain't even got to worry about it. Um, Black women 
prime example. Let me, let me just tell you a story about lip fillers, my nigga. This is where we at with it. I almost, man, if I was really about the content, if I was really about the content, I'd call up my ex, right? One day I'm going to really be about the content. One time, me and my ex, we was at Santa Monica. I'm sure I've told this story before. We sitting down, we talking, everything gravy. Next thing you know, Shorty just gets up, storms off. I'm at a loss. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? I don't know what's going on. I'm really confused. I catch up to her. Damn, Shorty, what's going on? Like, what, what you doing this and that for? Like, what, what's the problem, Shot? Oh, um, she's going to just, you know, I can't believe, you know, this. Uh, I, I didn't got picked on all my life, blah, 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 blah. And that old white bitch just going to go out and do it. I'm like, what you talking about, Shot? The whole time, Shorty talking about lip fillers. I almost just start busting out laughing. I ain't going to say a lot to you. I kind of just start busting out laughing. But I felt her, though. I felt her. Hold on. What's up? What I got? My shit not on the, on the job? What's up with the focus? Um, As a big lip bandit myself, been picked on my whole entire life. How crazy would that be if white niggas was walking around with big ass lips? That would just look. How crazy would that be? Because niggas, like as men, we be having like big ass lips. Like you can be a nigga and have some big ass lips. You don't really. I ain't, I don't think I've ever seen a big lip white man. Like what? I'm a big lip ass nigga. I know some big lip ass niggas. Uh, it's just, it don't make sense. Why? What is the appeal? Why do black women want to have lip fillers now? We already naturally have full lips. Like they might not be humongous, but what could you possibly want? And. If you ask me, if you ask me again, I, I I very well I very well could be out of pocket for this. I'm not even gonna sit here and hold, I'm not even gonna hold you. Like, if I'm wrong, call it out. I think off lip fillers alone, white women should be able at at Again, even just the slightest hint, if if it's if it's within a firefly's arms reach away, if a white woman wants to touch a black woman's hair and just randomly strike up conversation about it, like this, like this young white lady that was on this movie, I think they should be allowed to do that. Because that's, I feel like white women have such a strong chokehold, just such a market share of of lip fillers. Like, that's their thing. Like, in 09... Niggas had me out. Niggas, niggas end up getting me. Like Sperry's was their thing. Amber, that was their. I never, guys. I remember this shit. I lived through it. 
That's what I'm real. Like, I'm old. I lived through it. I seen that shit. I used to always be saying sometimes with shit, like, who got the email? I ain't get that email. Who sent that out? Nigga, I got that email. I seen the email when niggas start really jocking white folk. It started, it really started in 08. It really started in 08. We started jocking niggas for Sperry's. We started jocking niggas for Amber Combi and Hollister. What? One of my favorite bubbles right now is a Hollister joint. Get out of here. Skinny jeans. Come on, dog. Vans. And don't get me wrong. I ain't saying that maybe maybe it's get back. Maybe it's get back. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Niggas and got niggas and got too comfortable <laughs> with appropriate white shit. <laughs> oh god. Niggas didn't just got two. Niggas didn't got two. Niggas didn't got two. Niggas and got too comfortable. And and I really think lip fillers is it like how how could we how could a black how could a black woman say you a black woman you got lip filler? Say you a black woman and you support it getting lip fillers. Could you really like be mad? At a white woman for like getting a BBL or because I'll be honest, I'll be honest, I'll be honest. Do I love me a white woman with a fat ass? Lord knows. I've been loving white women with fat asses since I can remember white women with fat asses. That's on everything. That's on everything. But I don't like what white women have done to fat asses. White women with fat asses was so much better when they didn't know that they had a fat ass or they knew that they had a fat ass, but they didn't even appreciate it themselves. That's when. But now, like, now you got to have white bitches in the gym being extra recording niggas work just working on every fucking like and i i i'm not tripping like we're going but i'm just saying like it's just so commercial like ass is is low-key getting played out i ain't even gonna cap i hate that i hate that like i really think i i don't maybe the bbl gonna be here forever i feel like by 2027 that shit gotta be out the window right gotta be because it's just gonna be like the commercial like Come on, like being like black women, black women had that. Black women had that. That was our market share. That was the cornerstone. Yeah, you know I mean, a nice thick, slim thick, whatever. She got it. I just feel like lip fillers is extra. And because of that, I don't know. I just feel like white women, I just feel like if you had to ask me, I feel like white women, they entitled to some shit. I feel like white women should be able just because they should feel away. I think they should feel away. 
they, they should feel away. No matter what the start was, no matter what this and that, I think they should just look. We was doing this first. Like, you don't want us coming through talking about baby bangs when we laying edges. You don't want me coming through talking about, you know what I mean, getting box braids and <laughs> I remember when I was fucking with a little white bitch. I remember I was fucking with this white chick. I was fucking with this white chick. Uh, it was like two years ago. It was like two years ago. Shorty, uh, they was about to go. Shorty was going to like Palm Springs and some shit like that for a vacation. Uh, she had got some braids. Just the two big ass. Kind of like, what the fuck? Lauren London. Lauren London was also in the movie. Uh, kind of like what Lauren London was wearing uh, in, the, in the movie in, so, in some scenes. And uh <laughs> and I just remember we got into a we got into it. This is me just being an asshole. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but one day, one day, one day after I really after maybe I talk about it with somebody, I'm gonna really talk about it. Um But she was like, Well, the braids was was fucked up. She went down there. I don't know. She got in the pool. The shit's fucked up, whatever the case. So I go. <laughs> she she said whatever she said about the braids. So I go. Uh, something, something laughing. Uh, I think she went with with another group of like black girls and shit like that. Uh, but I think. But I th- but I think it was like her and her Asian homegirl that was doing the shit. Long story short, I'm like. I say something to the effect of like, yeah, and black women probably was just laughing in their head or saying like, yeah, that's what the bitch get for trying to get braids any damn way. You know, like not what I was saying was kind of like what I was saying, what they were saying in this movie about like, hey, I don't know if white folk, I don't know if white folk and black folk can ever be cool. Cause like Shorty was saying, it's like being in a in a in a relationship with a cheater. You 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 don't want to leave, or you can't leave. You want to leave. You can't leave for whatever reason, or you don't want to leave because you love the motherfucker. But the motherfucker just won't stop cheating. He just keep cheating, still doing it, still doing it. Harley about like that's that's niggas the white folk. Like it's like what Charleston White said the real shit. White folk the only only motherfuckers in America that care about niggas. That's for sure. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. If motherfuckers wanted to turn up on black folk, boy, if white folks really just said, man, we not saving them niggas, boy, black folk, we're going to have a fight on our motherfucking hands. Let me tell you that. Because white folk, the only motherfuckers, them the only niggas that love them some niggas. And what I was getting to with Shorty is, look, I understand you can have black friends. Like, I got mad white friends. I grew up with white folk. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I love white niggas. But at the same time, they still white niggas. So, and depending on how close you are, this and that, like, you just never know. You just never really know how far, where you know, how far can you throw them? Like my pop said. You can't trust nobody no further than you can throw them. How far can you throw a motherfucker? How much can you? And it's not. And I ain't really getting into that. I'm just saying. 
long story short, nigga, this America. And this black and white shit is just thick. It's just deep. It is what it is. It is what it is. It's almost, it's damn near almost like it's just business. You know what I'm saying? It's almost like that. Like, nah, that's my little, what? I fuck with my white nigga. This and that shit. Like, it's just, like, it's business. I fuck with my, but you, but I maybe I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't say that. Just like I shouldn't have said that joke. <laughs> Shorty was hot. And I should have said that. But I just, you know, watching this movie, I was like, damn. You know, I was just feeling for black folk. Feeling for black women, for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Come on now. But anyways. Yeah, I just think that uh, white women do deserve just a little bit. Just a little bit. A motherfucking uh, I apologize for that. I apologize for that. But yeah, white women, I think they deserve a little bit of um. Yeah, let me touch your hair, shorty. Let me see what your braids feel like. Let me because y'all hoes already got big lips, and you walk around trying to get a lip filler, trying to be like me. You trying to be like Kim? And Kim was trying to be like y'all. Where they do that at? Um. Do I want to get into, I'll get into this. It's kind of an old subject, but I still want to get into it. Man spends $5,000. to fly a girl out. She does not give him the unana. What I will say Because we've seen hundreds, that's just crazy within itself. We've seen hundreds of these videos floating on social media, especially since the pandemic. Well, when did flying out really, really get popping? Does it date back? Does getting flown out, like, of course, motherfucker, like, duh. But I'm saying, as far as, like, the trend, you know, maybe a woman's standard, this and that shit, you know, just the the internet shit. Was it 2016? Was it prior to 2016? That was something I meant to touch on last week, Passport Boys. Uh, Hey, I support the Passport Boys. Me and my niggas... Back in 2014, I need to get my shit renewed. I ain't used my passport in a minute either. But one time for the passport boys, man, you out there, niggas just living. And it ain't just about the Punani. See, that's why I used to tell niggas, like, man, when we out here getting stamps, the box is so plentiful, man, it's 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 almost more so the ones you turn down than the ones you feel me, because it's just Niggas is out here getting stamps. And that's what and that's just what that's just how the game go. But really, you out there with the homies. You drinking all day, you kicking, like what? I don't know about these other niggas, but me and my niggas, we had a blast out that bitch. Like just 
kicking it. Just kicking it with, like, niggas just getting drunk, talking shit, riding scooters, all kind of, we tripping. Yeah, nigga. <laughs> going, going around the country, going out of the country, using your passport. Shit, for some places, that shit fun because <laughs> it's cheap. Like, what, nigga? You can really have some fucking fun for a man. As a guy, what? There's some places around the world for a guy. You can have some fucking fun for cheap. For cheap. Oh, where was I even going with that? The guy flies out a woman for $5,000. Said he was being a complete gentleman the first day. Took her out to eat. Did whatever the fuck she wanted. Maybe got her nails done. I'm sure I'm, I would be shocked if shrimp, lobster, something to that effect was not also involved. I guess, and I, and I guess, and I'm explaining this for people that maybe haven't seen the video. Again, I'm old on this shit. I think this shit hit maybe two weeks ago, but I just never got to it. I guess on the second day, my, I, I don't want to call it my man, but I will say my guy. My guy was just, again, he spent $5,000. So I can only assume Shorty was sensational. Just, I want to say not insufferable, but that's what's coming to my mind. Uh, maybe it was an insufferable desire. To just touch, touch her neck, touch her toes. She can touch her toes. And I guess in that position, what you touch next is up to you. He never got that choice. I don't even think she was, I don't even think she let him touch his hand the way he was acting on, 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 on camera. What I'm getting at is I don't understand why niggas keep putting themselves in this position. Men and women alike. Dog, I understand you looking at Shorty Instagram, you thinking she this and that, you extend the branch, she accept, you thinking she a goer. But I just don't understand why not taking on the chin. You lost. That's all that happened. You lost the game. Most of the time, growing up, you lose the game. It don't matter. You get in the line. You shake the hands. You be a good sport. Maybe a couple games you don't take hands. Maybe a couple games you talk shit. For the most part, 
It's good game, good game, good game. You don't got to get online. Record your L. Nothing about putting this woman online is going to erase the fact that you spent $5,000 on a woman and you're not getting it back. Nor are you getting the box. What is telling us do? How does it embarrass her? I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I understand what what bro thinking. The bitch accepted. Now, how could I? Like, if you really think about it, you can land here. But if you don't, you think you thought about it. You thought about it. But if you don't really think about it, I can see. And again, like I've stated, we've seen hundreds of these videos online. I can see how you land on. Bitch, what you mean? I can't. But you accept it. You accept it. I can't understand why women. Now, this is what I'm saying, cuz. As a man, I ha- there's nothing. I've always been like this. Maybe understanding the world. Maybe understanding I'm a man. It's just even more heightened now. Because now it's like nobody really gives you the benefit of the doubt that you are self-aware. I hate when I have to do something and I fuck around and end up like behind a woman. And and where it just seems like following. Here we go. Leaving the silent party the other night. I'm leaving the silent party. Uh, Maybe. 12 paces ahead of me is a girl. We both leave out around the same time. Uh, The party's not over, so it's not like as many people outside. It's 2 something in the morning. It's fucking Hollywood. Um, Do I want to go to that tonight? What time is it? It's 10 o'clock? I'm walking to my car. She's walking in front of me. We got to pass the Roscoe's. We over on we all we on Sunset, right off Gower, right on Gower, the little plaza. Got to pass the Roscoe's, and then my car is right there. But she's walking right behind me. I mean, but she's walking right in front of me. Well, then she's about to go across the street. Well, I'm already thinking, like, man, this is just, I, I, like, I hate it. It just feels weird, bro. Oh, um, because I'm really thinking about the woman, or I'm really thinking about myself. But I like to think I'm thinking about the woman. I'm about to, like, get off the sidewalk because I kind of want to make it just seem like, all right, like, bitch, I'm not trying to trail you. But as I'm about to, as I'm already getting off the sidewalk, well, then she starts to get get across the sidewalk. And long story short is, 
I'm walking to my car, but the car she was going to was like directly across the street from mine. So we were kind of just walking in the same place legit. But I say that to say me feeling like that, always feeling like that, feeling like that. Women will say that we're creeps in the gym. You can't talk to a woman in the gym. You're a creepy ass nigga. Can't talk to a woman in, in grocery store. You're a creepy ass nigga. You can be just a chance. Uh, the club, there's a chance. Just all these places where it's just like, I don't know. Sometimes it just seems like the interaction between men and women is just so fucking inappropriate or unacceptable. That it's absolutely insane. <clears throat> it's absolutely insane that a, somebody you don't know well enough or you're not comfortable with enough to have sex with, but you would let them fly you somewhere, not even drive. Y'all niggas ain't walk. Y'all niggas ain't take a line. Bitch says she don't fly spirit. He cop Delta. That's that's where you do cop you let a nigga cop you a delta ticket to somebody you weren't about to get no pussy to. Women. I don't I I know what y'all thinking. I know what y'all saying. Ain't nobody entitled. Yeah, of course. Duh. Of course. Of course. It's about putting yourself in positions. Don't put yourself in a position to be disappointed by the character of a nigga. Don't put yourself in a position to fuck around and get harmed because the ego of a nigga. Don't put yourself in a position because maybe the entitlement of a nigga. $5,000. Because what if he don't know you, you don't know him. Like, I don't know. Is the world is this what's going on? Is this what the first date's supposed to be? Five thousand bucks? Like what? That's what you thought this was? Just a, a five thousand dollar first date that I flew you somewhere that we had to like get lo like mad logistics. Logistics. I don't think I ever had I don't think I ever needed to know someone's last name on a first date if the information was given or if the information was just public then there it goes i don't think i ever asked for someone's last name during or prior to a first date you need a motherfucker last name to book a flight that's just what it is. Or maybe she booked it and she he sent the cat. Ain't no telling. I'm just saying. That's pretty. That's just not. It's just not. It's just not logical. That is just not logical. I don't. Nobody wins in those situations. If sex is not had. Well, I ain't going to say that. 
because if sex is not had and it doesn't make it to the internet or everything is just casual and maybe y'all just never talk again, then it's cool. But if it ends up with a nigga being mad because he ain't getting no box and he really, really wanted to drop you off and you just on some whole other shit with a nigga you don't know, Staying in the same hotel, like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where where, where motherfuckers' heads be at with that one. So, uh, yeah, motherfuckers got to stop putting themselves in that position. For real, dog. Uh, let's see. Do I want to get into I'm Too Handsome to be Broke? Yeah, we'll get into that. I ain't going to get into it, but I'm fucked up right now, y'all, and I'm struggling. I'm not going to get into it, but I ain't even going to hold you. I am broke. I'm broke right now. I'm trying to get this sales shit. Jesus Christ, fucking sales. But I also understand. It's a it's fucking process. It's a great skill to learn. Highest paying job out there. Highest paying, one of the highest paying skills, sales. Fuck. But what I'm saying is, I'm I'm a handsome ass nigga. I live at a six. I max out at an eight. I max out at an eight. I think if I was, I'm 5'10". If I was 6'1", put another half inch, inch maybe, another half inch, inch maybe. And I mean, uh, on the uh, on the hammer. You know, I used to really want veneers. I used to really want veneers growing up. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just always been ahead of the curve. I ain't even gonna hold niggas. That's another reason why I got I, I got I I just got shit in my mind that I just want to pop sometime, man. Sometimes just to pop it, you really kind of need you some money. Like, you need some money sometimes just to pop some shit. Just to just to pop your shit. You know what I mean? Just to pop your shit. So it's just when niggas can say something, you can just be like, yeah, all right, but nigga, but I'm out here, so relax. I, nigga, I've been trying to get veneers since I was in fucking ninth grade. Get off me. Now everybody want now everybody got the veneers. Now it's the new status. Nigga, I was trying to get veneers in goddamn 05, nigga. You know what I mean? Niggas was still talking about braces. Nigga, I was looking brown in the face. I was looking me in the face. Nigga, veneers. Nigga, what? I was 17 trying to be a rapper. Nigga, what I say when I get signed my first check? Veneers. I don't think I want the veneers no more. They trendy. But, agreeing, again, great cameo. Mike Epps also had a, 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 a role in, in the movie. My nigga was smiling. Them bitches was shining. 
Them bitches was shining and I was thinking, I kind of want to shine like that. I ain't going to host. I kind of want to shine like that. I ain't going to host. No cap. No cap. And I really want to say I feel like women deserve. What I'm saying is the reason why I look, to, I'm again, I'm too handsome to be broke. Women look at me, they they find out I'm broke, they really disappointed. What? Yo, you's a good looking ass nigga. All right, you bald. You bald. I can get over it. I can get over it. Bald, but I can get over it. You know, kind of funny. You have your moments. You have your moments. You do a podcast, so sometimes I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about, but you have an ability to speak. You know? You get money. You're a hustler. That means you know how to figure it out. You're a problem solver. You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all, can I be honest? <laughs> what I rip, I shouldn't say this because I don't mean it, but I, I don't mean it, but I do kind of want it, but I don't mean it. But I kind of just want to like, know what it's like to really just have a bitch go crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, not, that's why I'm saying I don't mean it. Like, not crazy, like, just really all out of whack on some wild, reckless shit, but just, like, she, like, she really just don't want to, because, like, I'm just, the fucking real deal win. Big Jack. You want it only. Like, he be rapping and shit. He not even that cold, but he still be doing it. Like, what I'm supposed to do? How I'm supposed to, you know what I mean? Shit on that type of time. Shit on that type of time. Like, I'm just saying, like, bitches deserve, bitches really deserve a chance to get to get their heart broke fucking with me. Um, And it's just hard to break a bitch heart when you ain't got no money, man. <laughs> that shit costs. It's hard to break a bitch heart. It's hard. You got to pay for things. You break a bitch heart, you might have to pay for things. You break a bitch heart, you might have to pay for things. It's hard to break a bitch heart if you ain't got no money. That's all I'm saying. You break a heart and you broke? Excuse me. Excuse me. That's really my apologies. She on your head, nigga. Bitch talking to you. Nigga, what? Break a bitch heart and you broke. Nigga, she on you. She on your head in a worse way. You know what I mean? Nigga, you can cancel it. <laughs> you can cancel it. She on your head in the worst way. Yeah, nah, 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 nah. Now you got to have some money to break a woman heart for real, for real. Um... Let's see. What else do I do? I want to get into. What else do I want to get into? I know right now. Ooh. Oh well. 
damn, well, I kind of just didn't, I kind of jumped into that, but didn't even jump into that. That was supposed to be on this episode, speaking about uh, the Passport Bros. I was talking about sex workers, um, sex workers hating on niggas. Prices is too high. I bought pussy twice in America, three times, three times in America. I bought pussy other places in the world, too. Bro, pussy is pussy. Good or bad, pussy is pussy. The price points just shouldn't be that different, dog. That's all I'm saying. Price points just shouldn't be that different, especially in America. Especially in America. Um, uh, another quick question. I ain't going to stay on it long. Mr. Beast, I think he was going around asking this question on YouTube. Would you take $10,000 but a random person has to die? You don't know who the random person is. You don't know. Yeah, I guess it's right at that moment. But you don't know who the person is, whatever the case. Just someone comes to you. Hey, I have 10000 You take the 10000 Somebody drops. Would you do that knowing that's the case? Me personally, I can't do that. Not for no 10 bands. I don't even know how much I could do it for. I want to say I couldn't do it, but for some, maybe it's wicked. Maybe it's wicked for me to even say it, but for some reason, I feel like there is a number. I feel like there is a number. I just don't know what it would be. What's scary is I think it might be too cheap. It might be like 50 M's. Really, it should be like five. I don't know, a billion. And what if it's like always tied to you? Like, what if you take that billion dollars, but like now their family knows because you took the money. They just like now their fucking great grand somebody's great granddaughter passed away. She was about to graduate high school. Got a Full, full ride to fucking Harvard on her way to fucking MIT, whatever. Like, who knows? And maybe the billion that she was... I don't know. What if it was like... All right, because that just made me think of something. With me saying she was going to go to Harvard and MIT, so it just made me think about tech. So I'm like, all right, maybe she's in the tech world and she was going to get mad money. So I was like, what if the billion dollars was what she could have taken, like money that she could have made, but instead of her getting the chance to make it, you took her lifetime potential earnings. Yeah, unrealized gains. What if it was like that? What if it was like that? Like some unrealized gains that how would that affect you taking the money? Because what if it was just like just some random person? You know, and they're like, all right, well, this person, they were probably only going to earn $3 million in a lifetime. 
$3 million in a lifetime, maybe a million dollars. If that actually not even that. They're not even gonna earn three million. We'll just say five hundred thousand. Cause some people only make nigga what? Some people only make twenty thousand, this and that. So yeah. But we'll I'll say a million. A million. How would you take it in? Like, all right, this person looks like they might be running off the rails. Maybe they're in the middle of like a drug problem. Like, what if it was presented to you like that? Like, what if it, yeah, well, I guess what if it was. Maybe it could still be random, but. But the categories aren't necessarily random. And again, what would be the consequence? Because, like I said, like, back to the billionaire, if. You get the billion. Niggas know you got the billion. But it was because when you took it, now somebody's person that was about to die that could have made that billion and changed their frame. Like now they have a hatred for you. Is it worth it? And say you were to get into the million dollar pool. It's a million people in the million dollar pool. It's. 3,000 people in the billion dollar pool. All right. Maybe you have to go through certain things to even get to those pools, to even have the chance. Like, what are you willing to take? What are you willing to risk? What are you willing to give up? Because that's what I'm saying. It's all a give and take. It can't be just as simple as any. I mean, it's a lot. Somebody's death is you, you are aware that somebody's death is on your hands. You got blood on your hands. You might not give a fuck about it, but let's just say that it, it has to be more than that. Like, what are you willing to do to take, you know, again, you don't know the person you don't know, but it's just like in this group, of, in this group of people, everybody's capable. We've done future studies and this group, this pool of people are likely to hit this plateau. A potential. Their potential is likely to plateau at this point. And this group of people's potential is likely to plateau at this point. Whether it's lower or higher, what are you willing to take? What are you willing to give? What are you willing, I don't know, to, to do that? So would niggas do that for 10000 or whatever the case? I don't think I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Um, is there anything else? Yes, there's one more thing. How long have I been doing this? Uh, right. Okay, cool. Right around an hour. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. I want so, yeah, won't be here for much longer. Um, I was watching a YouTube video yesterday. Uh, it's about this, uh, 11 year old kid from Japan. Uh, flew out to LA. Some guys flew him out to LA to do some skate. He was a skateboarder, dope kid, uh, cool tricks, all the all the jazz, all the hoopla. But what really uh, just kind of made me like, yo, what the fuck? Like this is crazy. Um, the guy, the the kid was in the car. They were driving around, you know, with the with the film crew and this and that shit. And uh, the kid had the ox. And he starts playing songs that he likes. 
First song that he plays is Get Low. Ying Yang Twins. First song he, he plays. Second song he plays, H to the Izzo. Third song he plays, uh, third song he plays, I believe it was a, a Busta Rhyme song. Then I think he played some 50 Cent. Then I think he played like, and, and, and then he started playing like some 90s, like West Coast. Uh, he might have played some exhibit. I know he, he was rapping to Pac, and, and it just made me think like, yo, that's fucking insane, bro. That hip-hop's reach is that deep, that far out. But for a fucking 11-year-old, for an, like that's just crazy to me to think. To just think of an eleven-year-old listen from from Japan, an eleven-year-old period listening to Yin Yang Twins get low, fucking H to the like. Don't get me wrong. I understand it's Jay Z, under but it was just like yo, that shit was mind blowing to me, bro. I it, I just could not believe it. I was like yo that yo like that nigga, what that nigga Joe be saying look at shot for big pop in heaven bro hip hop really got reach that shit got reach and it's got its roots now I guess also as I say this it makes me think about the fact that they say hip-hop culture is actually huge in Japan. I think even, like, lowriders is, like, a big thing in Japan. Um, so that's fucking crazy as shit, too. Like, well, I couldn't imagine if I went over to Japan, you know, and then just seeing, like, mad six foes. Like, what the fuck? That shit would be like, you know what I'm saying? That would be such a fucking weird culture shot. Like, even in America, like, you just don't see niggas in fucking lowriders in America. You really got to be in certain places. Like, maybe somewhere in the deep south. Like, I think in New Orleans because of, because of currency and shit like that. So, I don't, I know, I know because of him, they got some type of car culture down there. Uh, Houston, Deep South got just got car culture, but you know, Houston, you got swangers back home. Everybody used to ride donks for the most part. Florida, Florida niggas riding donks. Georgia niggas riding on sixes. Like that's how it is, you know. Uh, in Cali, you don't even you don't really see niggas riding high. Niggas don't really niggas like again. It's low riders like. Niggas don't be riding high for real, for real. Every now and and it, it was crazy. I'd be shocked when I do be seeing it every now and then. Like every now and then, you might see like a fucking like SS. You might see a fucking SS on like foes. You might see an old Impala, like like a '90s Impala though. You might see a '90s Impala on foes. You might see some type of box Chevy or something like that, like. But for the most part, nah, nigga, you mostly only gonna see low riders. Um, so yeah, no, nah, that was just crazy. That was pretty crazy to me. Um, just to uh, to to see that. But, anyways, all right, guys, that was a 
hour and three minutes, I'm not terribly upset with this episode, if I'm being honest with you. Oh, God, again, guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry to take a sip of water like that on fucking air. So that's crazy. But yeah, um, podcast, that was one of the things on my on my list. Do something creative daily. Do a podcast. Uh, film something. Film something. Uh, edit it. Put it out. Um, write a rap. I do need to get back to it. I, I, I haven't written raps in. Like, I just completely fell in out, fallen out of. I almost don't even want to say it. Falling out of love with writing raps and music. Like, I still do it, but, you know. Um, but I want I, I I do need to get back to it because it's just you know it's it's my thing. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, now nah, this was a cool episode, a cool episode. But let me see. How do I want to? Actually, I know exactly where I want to go to. I know exactly where I want to go because once again, good music, decent music. Was in the movie, Netflix is out on Netflix. Eddie Mo- Eddie Murphy, Jonah Hill, Neil Long, Julia from Seinfeld, the white nigga from X Files, Lauren London, Andrew Schultz, fucking Mike Epps, and Anthony Anderson, fucking. Pretty sure the nigga from Odd Future, but I don't know what his name is. So, and I don't know what the black chick's name was either. That was Jonas, what's the name? But, anyways, this song came on, and uh, I was like, "Damn, this that was a good song." It actually made me think about getting back into editing. Um, editing was really fun. I miss it. I'm not even gonna cap to you. Makes me think about one of my initial dreams of being a music supervisor. Um, yeah. Like I told y'all guys, I'm I'm really kind of fucked. It's yeah, I gotta learn this shit. But let's get into the song of the week, which is, isn't actually the song of the week, but I did play it maybe twice, like last week, and I was like, damn, I haven't heard this in so long. But this artist, I have been kind of playing a lot lately. Um. I used to play my nigga all the time, so one time for it, but yes, here we go. One, two. Chasing after us, hey, chasing. 
Frank Ocean, originally by someone I do not know. But because I'm feeling it, let me just give you a few more bars of another one. The real song of the week. This is really the real song of the week, for real, for real.
nigga out here getting that shit off in Spanish, nigga. Some type of remix. I don't even know. But um, all right, y'all. This was a good podcast. Glad that I did get this one out of the I ain't gonna say necessarily out of the way. But this was the episode I was really supposed to do on goddamn uh episode 132. But I got into that bullshit about me going out. <laughs> I still can't believe I spent damn near 30 minutes on that shit. <laughs> I was supposed to talk about that for like five minutes. Tripping. Tripping. Really tripping. But, um, all right, y'all. I'm fighting for you, Jack. I'm fighting for you, Jack. Niggas is wildin'.